0: You are, you look at the blood, you sort of scrape it up a little bit and you go, this, this is not human blood. This is a, something I haven't seen before. Some, an odd sort of almost blackened blood.
1: This is not like any blood I've seen before.
0: Lilith, you're walking, I assume everybody else is sort of walking around the room, looking at these items. They're all very, uh, ornate and very well put together. Kind of thing if there's anything specific you'd like to to do
2: no i just was looking for more signs of blood or something
0: but you uh specifically for blood after uh, a few minutes five or six minutes you look around you see on the statue of the bull some dried darkened blood almost like shadow on its horn
2: zephyr look at the bull horn like is this the same dark and it's kind of dark like
1: like I don't know. Seems like maybe that's where the injury occurred. I will go look at the horn. Is it the same blood? Yes. Yes, it does appear to be the same.
3: Uh, Saul is going to go over to the platter of white sticks on the table and and investigate those.
1: Don't touch anything. I am now thinking this beast came alive.
0: So these are ivory sticks. Give me a intelligence or religion check, if you would. Oof. It's a nat 20 for 20. You look at these and you know exactly what they are. You've seen these before. These are uh, fortune-telling sticks. Uh, You've not only have you seen these before, you, you somewhat know how to use them. There's like a handful, probably around 30 sticks, and they're all sort of piled in this little platter. And these are very nice. You know You've seen these before, and these are exquisite. Oh, oh my. You know
3: what, I, I, I think these these could definitely be of some use. Uh, we've already taken the these other things. I'll, I'll take these as well. So if Saul reaches down and grabs them.
0: So you pick them up, uh, and you know how to use these. If uh, if you would like to use them, or are you just going to put them away?
2: I just wanted to know before he touched them, like if they were in an arrangement that told some sort of future or something. But anyway, took them now. Oh, down, that's a so. good
3: point. Would I have noticed anything uh, particular about how they were arranged? They,
0: they were just there, piled on the platter. So hey, you pick these these uh, white ivory sticks up, and like I said, you with a twenty, you've seen these before. You know how to use them. There's no danger in using them. It's just a. It's more like a, If you were to say you found a Ouija board or some kind, and you, go, oh, I know how these work, right?
3: yeah I suppose um, there doesn't seem to be any danger uh, around at the moment um, apart from an ominous trail of blood. so this is
0: probably a good time to just give them a whirl. So you know how these work you you take and you sort of take these sticks you sort of shake them and you drop them onto this platter and roll me a D8 please.
1: While he's doing that, I am backing away from the bull.
0: So that's an eight. You throw these down, and if you've ever seen people, like, they, they throw bones down, and they look at it, and they, they sort of give some kind of a fortune, you look at these sticks, and you say, the, the sticks say that we will have good fortune, all of us. Well, I'll be. I'm very glad that I decided
3: to take these. They're a good omen. I, I, I should definitely keep them. So I'll pick them up and, and put them in my bag.
1: Well, if they didn't want you to take them, they should have hidden them or guard them more appropriately.
3: Uh, I agree.
4: I agree. <laughs> Buzz <laughs> checks his sheet to see what his alignment
1: is,
2: uh, and doesn't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Anything else in this room? You guys have the list. Anything else you want to look at or move I on? I
4: think I would actually like to take a look at the cross swords. I mean, I can only use a certain types. Although I guess I'm proficient with simple and martial weapons, so what types of uh, swords do these look like? So
0: these are two long swords. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um,
4: is there anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll try, I'll examine them, see if they have like any maybe any markings on them or anything like that, like on the blades or something.
0: They look like they're they're fine crafted, almost like ceremonial type swords, uh, rather than like weapons that have been used in in battle. Um, you know, like. The 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 hilt is very well crafted, um, but almost decorative, but fine fine material, but not anything you would probably go into battle with.
4: Okay, I mean, I'll take one off of the wall and like swing it around a bit, you know, and like feel its weight and just kind of mess around for a few seconds. Yeah,
0: no, it's 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 pretty it's it's nice, but I don't think you get the feel that this is any better than anything you you have more. More, you know, ah, this is, you know, it's almost like costume jewelry, really.
2: I'll,
4: uh, I'll <laughs> set it back once I've kind of flitted around. with You're it. like,
2: eh.
3: so the we haven't examined the scythe, the
4: mall, uh, the skulls, which I and the animal furs. I would, kind of would like to look at these. Is it just like a pile of
0: skulls? Yeah, there's like three or four that are sort of in like a little set, like three down to bottom and one on top, almost like it's a decorative type item. You can give me a uh, nature check to see what they look like. Six. Anybody that wants to.
1: The ranger monk didn't want to do yeah. a nature check. <laughs>
4: I mean, my intelligence is eight, so... Yeah,
2: that's
4: not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you,
0: you don't know. It doesn't look human. The skulls are not human. They seem to be some uh, oh uh, different type of uh, large humanoid type creature, but... You've never seen the, you know, this type of creature with the skin all taken off before you. Well,
4: they're not bees. <laughs>
0: Everybody give me a perception real quick or a, a nature. Sorry. As you see Buzz looking at these skulls. Ten?
1: Eighteen for Zephyr.
0: Twelve for Saul. Saul, Zephyr. You, I mean, you all you look at this and these are ogre skulls. As you as you're looking around the room, you're starting to put together the fact that these look like things that that the owner of this place may have slain himself, and these are little uh, tokens of remembrance of things that he did. So, Zephyr, you go over, you look at them. Do you, you pick them up? Do you leave, leave where them where they Leave them where
1: they are, okay. I just look at them. I actually want to look at all three, the doors in this room, and try and figure out which one to use to get out of this room.
0: Okay, so there's a door to the north, a door to the east, and a door to the south. Which one do you want to look at?
4: Mage hand, mage hand, mage hand. What do the actual doors (laughs) look like? Uh,
0: All the doors that you've come across so far seem to be exactly the same. They're sort of this wooden, sort of odd-looking, But maybe by odd, just a weird sheen to it, um, but all have the same design. The handles are all similar.
1: I believe we should move on, but I do not know the best way to go.
0: As, did you look at all the doors directly? Or are you walking over to each of them, or are you just sort of standing, standing in the,
1: room in the middle of the room looking at the doors?
0: Okay. So give me a quick perception check.
1: Perception, 17.
0: Okay, so you notice the door in the north side looks like it's slightly ajar, slightly open. The other two look like they are closed completely. It doesn't look like there's any blood or anything coming from any of those doors. It only looks like it emanated from this room.
1: Okay, so I'll go to the north door then and use my mace to push it open a little farther.
4: Okay, what's everybody else doing? Complaining because that's my job. (laughs) But I will follow Zephyr.
2: Yeah, I'll just support her. Be right there.
0: Uh, Lilith, as you start to walk up to get next to Buzz, you get this sense and you turn around and look and you see the head of the bowl turn and look down in your direction and let's roll initiative.
2: Oh my God,
4: these freaking doors. Oh wow. I got another 20 for initiative. <laughs> another nat 20 for initiative. So 23 for again.
1: 20 for Zephyr. 9.
0: Four. This bronze plated bowl leans down, looks at Lilith, its eyes glow, it steps off of the platform. Uh, Buzz, you're up first. Alright, immediately drawing Stinger. I'm going to
4: loop around behind it. Now attack! Hey, that's a good one. Uh, 26 to hit. And my swarm kind of pelts into it as well. Total of 11 piercing damage. And then we will bonus action, unarmed strike. Ooh, that's only a uh,
0: 13 to hit. Uh, that's not going to do it. All right, Zephyr.
1: Um, Seeing how well the flames worked on the other metal things that we fought, I will Sacred Flame it. It needs to succeed on a dex save. That's a 7. That is 12 points of damage, radiant damage.
0: We'll, we'll move on to Lilith.
1: The way I'm standing, I think, should work.
2: So I'm already, like... Kitty corner to this bull, unless it moved. And uh I would like to cast Burning Hands, which is a fifteen foot cone, so like if you think about how it would branch out, I don't think it would hit Buzz.
0: Nope, you're good. You can you can direct it so it won't hit Buzz.
2: Alright, I'm gonna cast uh, Burning Hands at third level. I'm gonna give it a big bad. So that's a deck safe. Which I saw it do terribly at.
0: Not this time, it's a twenty. Oh. Oh!
2: Yeah, eighteen halves.
0: All right, this bull—that's bull—comes uh, off the, the the pedestal and runs into Lilith, goring at Lilith for a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. The, so the the horn of this uh, this bull drives right into your sternum, doing 25 oh, points of whoa. damage as it <laughs> lifts you up off of the ground, and then. Flops you back down so you slide off of its horn. Then its second attack, it takes a hoof strike to Buzz. Ah, no. <laughs> Twenty-seven. To oh
4: no! Hit.
0: Its hind leg shoots out and its hoof hits you square in the chest, knocking you back—not—not not five feet, just knocking you back, uh, taking the breath out of you as you take twelve points of bludgeoning oh, damage. Oh, I got the good end of that stick. <laughs> I need you to make a Constitution save, Buzz.
4: 11
0: So you will be stunned until the end of your next turn Oh frig Saul
3: Alright Saul sees that this thing is not a beast you want to stay nearby So he's going to back up a bit To put a bit of space between him and it So he's going to kind of move away from Away from the bull Away from the the whole party basically Sort of kitty corner to the other side of the room And then he's going to cast Firebolt Against this bull uh, Twenty-one to hit.
0: That hits, but eight fire damage. The the heat is it heats up the bronze, and you see it sort of melt a little bit off on the side of its large, bulking, meaty shoulder. And it sort of turns its head your direction. Now we go to Buzz. Stunned, can't do shit. Okay, down the end of your next. Now you're not stunned anymore. Uh, Zephyr.
1: Zephyr will reach out and touch Lilith and cure wounds. Thank you for 11 hit points
4: better than a kick in the sternum from a bolt
2: <laughs> right if I were to activate my wings of flying would it get an opportunity against me
0: are you going to move outside of its range
2: I was just going to fly up in the air where it can't ram me anymore.
0: um you know you move five feet out out of the away from it. I think it would get the opportunity to try to hit you when you do
2: Anatomically, though, a bull ramming would be pretty. It's a big
0: bull, too.
2: It just makes sense to firebolt. It's working. It does more damage than my other spells, so I'm gonna I'm gonna firebolt at him. It's 19 to hit.
0: 19 does not hit. Okay, so the blast goes up off to the side. The bronze bull, its turn, it looks over at Saul as he was unhappy with the last thing that happened charges Saul giving Lilith an opportunity attack if she wants to take it.
2: Okay, Lilith's going to quick grab her dagger and see what she can do. 23 to hit. That hits. For 7 damage.
0: All right, the bowl runs over and and uh, charges Saul with uh, trying to gore him. So let's That's a 21 to hit. Just barely. <laughs> Once again, the, the bull runs, charging Its head down. Its uh, horn goes straight into your side, 25 points of damage. Give me a uh, strength saving throw, please. Six. Pounding into you, and you fly back into the wall, uh, falling into the large griffin wings. And as soon as you hit the wings, suddenly you're not here anymore in your mind. <laughs> Suddenly, you are flying up into the sky. You smell the smells of the air. You hear the wind rushing by your ears. You you are way up above the mountain, swooping down, was almost like you're seeing through the eyes of this giant griffin. As it flies and, and circles, you see a a cow down on in the valley and you feel your claws on the bottom like your hands extended and you swoop down grabbing onto the cow and crushing it with your your massive claws the wind flowing by your hair you can feel the coldness on your skin and suddenly your eyes open up and you come back to the room and you see the bull staring right at you with the heat Puffing out of its nose as it kicks at you, and then uh, twenty-six to hit with the hoof, doing ten bludgeoning damage as it d- drives into you, and you fall onto under your knees. Saul is no longer conscious. Oh, Saul! <laughs> Alrighty, don't roll one. Did
1: you, Did roll, you roll one? one? <laughs> it. Rolled it, a two. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. his immediate reaction. That's
0: terrifying. One down. Buzz.
4: Okay. I'm going to no longer stun. I give my head a shake and move to the bull. That's stand, uh, standing over Saul. And we're going to try to sting it. Ooh, another 26 to hit.
0: Nice. So that's only eight
4: piercing. Uh, and what my bees are gonna do this time instead of the extra damage i'm gonna get them or sorry the, so the they're gonna make the bull uh do a strength saving through throw please dc 14 that's a 21 fudge so the the swarm presses their mass against this bull's butt because i'm behind it <laughs> and they try <laughs> and they try to push the bull but the bull just like doesn't even move an inch uh, and I will, I will follow up with an unarmed strike with my bonus action, which is a critical fail.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay, so you just you reach out to swing, you miss completely, lose your footing a little bit, sort of fall over into the table, uh, knocking all the contents on the table onto the floor, but you, you catch yourself on the wall. Uh, Zephyr.
1: Let's see. I'm going to run across the room to where Saul is.
4: And take his brooch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. How dare you. If I pull an unconscious body out of the five-foot area of engagement, does the unconscious body get an opportunity attack?
0: No, I'll say you can pull him.
1: I'm going to pull him about ten foot back away from the bull. And if you'll let me, I would like to cast a spell as well.
0: Oh, that's fine, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds and give Saul ten hit points.
0: Thank you. Alright, so you're done. Lilith?
1: I'm going to
2: cast Firebolt at it. Uh, Fifteen, which doesn't hit. I'll just step towards Zephyr and Saul sort of to give it more targets other than Saul right now. Kind of become more adjacent with them.
0: The bull turns his head, blows out the steamy puff of air out of its nostrils, looks at Zephyr and charges.
1: I didn't do anything to it.
0: Twenty-one to hit. Uh, Seventeen at points of damage as it gores into you with its other horn, shaking its head, stomping its foot down onto Saul.
4: Do I get an attack of opportunity?
0: You do. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me.
4: Uh, so I got a twenty-five to hit. That hits. Uh, nine piercing and I can not get the Swarm to do something. I'm, bef- I'm going to try to push it again, so it makes another strength saving throw.
0: Oh, that's a little better for you. Uh, that would be a nine. Okay, so that is a fail.
4: So the Swarm can push it 15 feet horizontally in a direction of my choice. I'm going to push it like back, kind of like Into around, yeah, literally like 15 feet di- Yes, exactly that way. So one more square, yeah.
0: So, take your hit points back, Zephyr.
2: Yay!
4: I mean, I don't know what its movement is, but maybe that'll do something.
2: Did it knock over the mage statue?
0: So No, no. So, you, as it starts to move away, you take and your your swarm grabs this thing and s- pushes it over 15 feet diagonally away from, from Zephyr. It sort of slides across the ground, pushing back on it, uh, but then it regains its uh, footing After it it goes the full 15 feet.
2: All right, guys, hear me out. We go to the closet. We take a nice nap. We come finish this later.
0: Okay, while you're saying that, the bull charges Buzz.
2: Oh, (laughs) frick!
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a 27. Oh, yeah. And that's going to gore you for...
2: Man, these things are heavy hitters. Oh, my
0: God. 27 hit points. Buzz! we're going to die. As this drives into you... Ouch! It pulls back and tries to hit you with its hoof. Okay. That's an eight, 18 to that hit. hit. That hits. 10 hit points of damage as it kicks you and sort of turns towards Lilith as it takes its final move and kicks you on the process. Saul. I'm still standing, but
1: hurt. I got you.
3: How, how beat up does this bull look?
0: You know, it looks like because uh, this is plates of bra- uh, of bronze, and a number of the plates have been sort of falling off onto the floor. You see, there's some big melted areas where you've hit it with fire. It's looking pretty hurt, but it's still it's still all four legs and and horns pointed.
3: Still got some life in it. Um, Saul is going to cast fireball. Unfortunately, that's going to hit Buzz. I could cast it far away enough that it would probably miss Lilith, but still, it's going to catch Buzz, but I can use a, um, I'm going to use one of my sorcery points, uh, for metamagic to, uh, cast Careful Spell, so I can allow up to four creatures to automatically succeed on a saving throw of a spell that I cast.
2: You're still going to kill him.
3: Oh, that's true. He'll still take damage, even if he succeeds.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Leland's face this whole time has been like yeah, welcome to what I know
3: oh no
4: <laughs> you know, and I'm an idiot because I should have been favored foaming everything this entire time it's easy to forget that <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah, it would be adding a bit more damage but not too much But
3: yeah, I don't think there's a, po- a way that I can do that without hitting Buzz I could hit Lilith, but that's not great either Well, see, this is a problem with this frickin' character that I've rolled up. Uh, Firebolt it is. Uh, 16 to hit.
0: That does not hit, unfortunately.
3: Um, And I think I will use a bit of my movement to retreat a bit further away from the bull. So I'm going to move back sort of behind and beside Zephyr, close to the door that we came through.
0: Back to Buzz. Oh, okay.
4: I'm going to circle this bull. Put myself between it and Zephyr, and we're going to go to town and, and attack it. Oh, yeah, that's only a 10 with the sword. Unarmed Strike is a bonus action. Hey, that's better. That's going to be a 24, and I will favor Foe it, which just marks it, actually, this turn. Then the first time I hit that Foe per turn, it deals an extra D4. So nothing right now. Uh four bludgeoning with the unarmed strike. Zephyr.
1: I will run up to Buzz and put my hands on his shoulders and say heal and give him 17 hit points back.
4: Whoa. Does good. At uh still a gore hair away from dying, but
1: <laughs> And then back up again to the door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, now that the bull's in a prime position. I'm gonna target where the statue originated ish around there um, and cast fireball.
0: So you, you and the bowl are opposite sides of the, uh, the large statue in the room.
2: Yeah, so I'll, I'll move out of the way, but I'm choosing, I'm choosing to shoot uh, my fireball away from our party a bit so that he's right on the edge okay so
0: so you're just trying to just trying to get the edge of this thing yeah yeah yeah, i'm catching
2: him in the fray of it it's do or die everyone's looking terrible i know saul probably like oh we don't know each other that well i was gonna say saul probably would have wanted to cast it
4: all right let's see well what do we know about saul he loves spice and now we know he loves brooches that's about the two things that we know
2: yep so it's a dex save, uh, DC's 15, and I'm gonna use my things to give it disadvantage, my points. So that's all my sorcery points.
0: It fails.
2: And I rolled uh, one and twos, oh crap. Okay, 18, <laughs> that's it.
0: <laughs> Hell, I could survive that. <laughs> that
2: was so bad. My fo- fire bolt's better than that.
0: The room just ignites and the fire,
2: yeah, just destroy it all.
0: Smashing, uh, you know, against the walls and rolling up into the ceiling, as the, uh, the it hits the the bowl, you know, melting half of its side off, so you can see sort of a hollow core to this thing. It sort of staggers a bit and then gets its footing back again and focuses on Lilith. Sixteen.
2: That is my AC, but can I react with shield? Yeah. Yep, so it adds five, so it doesn't hit.
0: Okay, and then it tries to hit you with its hoof uh, for 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. 14 points of damage as it hoofs you right in the hip. That's all. Uh, He is going
3: to cast Firebolt again, hoping for a bit more success this time around. That's better. 24 to hit. That hits. Get it. GG's. Get a little get. fire. <laughs> uh, ten points of fire damage.
0: Okay, so the fire shoots out, goes over the bull's head uh, and just sort of m- hits his face and his horn sort of falls off the top of his head, making it sort of off balance and then it falls over on its side as the steam and the heat rise from it, the bronze remnants. Yes.
2: the room is still ablaze (laughs) all right
0: we're out of initiative
2: (laughs) half that room is destroyed
3: (laughs) i think i'm going to use one of my abilities healing hands on myself um i can heal hit points equal to my level
1: would we like to sit here a moment and, and rest
2: for a short amount of time i don't know that i trust this room let's go to that closet there's a nice looking couch
3: you have a point that closet did seem a lot more safe than this room perhaps we retreat there for a short while uh, we all look in very bad shape Whew. short rest
2: at, le- at least yes yeah, <laughs> all wants to go back to that
0: other room it seemed more safe than this room
3: stay away from those weird hook hands though
1: yeah okay
0: so yeah you go back into the room and and you know there are some nice comfortable places to sit and you do look back down the hallway and you do see the hand still reaching out uh trying to to grasp onto where the robe was
4: uh so Buzz is seeing that for the first time. So he's gonna mage hand and <laughs> okay, clasp hands with hand. this hook. Yeah. Let's see
0: what happens as soon as it grabs on the mage hand, which is more of a spectral type thing, right? It's not really. Does it have uh, actual physical? I guess it does have substance. I think right? it
3: must because it's able to lift things, right? But it but it is a spectral hand.
0: It grabs onto the mage hand and sort of folds back into the wall almost like a hook and when it does the mage hand slides through it and then the hand comes back out of the wall again like to grasp
1: I see this happening and I'll walk up to it and I will take out of my sack a common pair of pants and hold it up for it to hold on to
0: okay it it latches and grabs onto the pants goes back to the wall and turns back into a hook (laughs)
1: And I'll nod to
2: Buzz. Told you you could have used it as a back scratcher. Lost your chance. I believe it would
1: have tried to grab your back. In a good way.
0: Mm. Okay, so you all take a short rest and you head back to the north door. (laughs) Okay. We'll speed this up. The
2: patrons patrons demand quality. Do they? Deserve deserve quality.
0: (laughs) That's better.
4: They can make any amount of demands that they want. (laughs) <laughs> that don't mean shit around here.
0: <laughs> okay, so the door, the door of the north, it was slightly ajar. You can you can see down the hallway. It's about forty or, see what it twenty feet down, and there's another door. The door at the other end is is sort of a barred door, so you can see through it.
4: And the the way you started that, I thought it was going to be a nursery nursery rhyme. The door to the north is slightly ajar. It's just out of reach. It's a little too far.
2: (laughs) You can see a little through it. There are just bars. Another missed
0: opportunity. Bill is raising his hand. I have a question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I don't don't really look at you when I play. I don't blame you. (laughs) Not specifically you. I don't really look at you. (laughs) I try not to look at
3: you, Bill. It's revolting. Um... I don't know how to make, take a short rest as my character. Oh. Okay. <laughs> in D and D Beyond, so I'm a I'm a sorcerer. What, a paper. what hit die do I hit dice do I roll?
2: It's a, it's a D six plus your con.
3: Uh, looks like Buzz is
4: up front. Yeah, so this is a bar. It's just a like barred door.
0: Yeah, it looks like you know um, bars like, uh, like, like a, a s- prison door? like a cell type of thing, right? There is a there is a big lock mechanism on there, but the door also seems to be open a little bit.
1: Maybe we don't go do through this one. I will check it.
4: Mage to push it open. <laughs> it opens. Is it
2: locking to keep us in or no out? No traps detected. Okay.
4: And I step through.
1: Should we be going this
2: way? I don't know, but hurry up! I'm behind you.
0: So, you look into the hallway, it looks like it goes down about 50, some 60 feet, and there's a door to the north, and a door to the south, and a door to the far east of the hallway. Uh, the two, one to the north and one to the south, are both barred doors, the one to the east is a solid uh, structure.
1: Are any of them slightly ajar?
0: So, Buzz, you walking, is walking down two of the doors?
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll walk I'll walk to the the north and south one and see you to kind of peer through the bars on each each one.
0: Okay, so when you get to the northern look into the northern uh, room, it's a cubicle inside, you see uh an old bed, It looks like, you know, meager
2: a bed. We could take a long rest.
0: Meager bed, you know, there's not much there an old ratty uh a blanket and you see on the floor as the remains the skeleton is sort of in pieces laying on the ground.
2: Okay never mind.
0: The uh, room to the south through the the bars is pretty much the same as the one to the north but you don't see any skeletal uh, body or anything it's just sort of an empty room.
1: Do both of these doors have the big locks on them as well?
0: they both have locks on them yes and they are shut.
4: Buzz isn't going to go into, I mean, they're clearly like cells, right? Buzz isn't going to, Yeah, he's going to go down to the, the solid door. Uh,
0: the corridor terminates at a dead end at the eastern hallway. Terminus is a barred iron door with silver glyphs upon it. And it also, the outline of the door sort of has a silver encasement around it.
1: Maybe we don't go through this one.
0: Anybody want to give me an
3: Ar- arcana check? Yes, yeah, Saul will. Saul's interested in the, uh, the glyphs. Uh, just did 20
0: so um Saul you you look at these you you sort of study them for a few minutes and you think you know what these glyphs are some kind of a warning that uh, serves as the inhabitant of this room will suffer eternal torment
2: uh, this some sort of magic seal then
0: uh, Buzz, can you give me a, a perception check <sighs> thirteen. You're looking as Saul as studying this door uh, you look at the lock and you realize this probably is about the same size as that key you found
4: <sighs> so what does it say?
0: well if
3: I'm if I'm not mistaken it seems like whatever something's locked in this room and it's doomed to suffer suffer indefinitely I think. So, something to that effect.
4: I produced the key and kind of like motion with it to the to the others like should I
3: use it? The- there there could be there could be valuable items in there just stuck behind the door not being used.
1: There could be something in there that would want to try and kill us also.
3: Or or it could be
2: Saul shut your mouth. This is nonsense. We are not going this way. Let's turn around. And Lilith starts walking away. Why was the key outside?
1: That's
3: a good question.
1: We could open the door and not go in. Just see what's in there.
3: Well, my thought was we, we creak the door open very quickly, take a quick look, and then we can slam it closed again. If, you know, if, if there is something dangerous on the other side.
1: I'm gonna take two giant steps back
4: Agreed. Let's let's I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna mage hand, give the mage hand the key. And mage hand over there with the key and uh, from about ten feet away
0: and try to open this thing. Alright. The key fits right into the lock.
2: This doesn't seem right.
0: Easily turning. Click, click. As it <laughs> turns. The door unlocks, you hear the sh and you gotta open the door with the mage hand. Little push. Could you
3: not be a little bit more quiet,
0: Buzz? The door starts to pull towards you.
2: We are breaking into a room attached to prison cells. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, this don't feel right.
0: In the room, which is a much larger cell, you see the bones of a humanoid, tattered robes, and up from the bones comes this inky-like substance that... Forms into a humanoid shape.
2: Shut the door! Shut the door! Shut the door!
0: Yeah, let's shut the door. Shut the door. Oh, freak! I
2: told you. I saw running.
0: As soon as the, you, the beige hand starts to shut the door, you see the thing sort of fan out into this large-type black mist and shoots towards the door. As you see its face pull open like it's going to, to bite into you, and the door slams shut.
1: Lock it! Oh lock it! Lock my it! Lock it! Gosh. Lock it. Yeah, lock
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Relock.
3: <laughs> Saul will
0: Saul will actually rush to the door
3: to, to if he can lock it any quicker than the mage hand could.
4: No,
0: come on. I got the fastest mage hands in the West, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was about to say.
0: So as you shut the door right before the end, you hear the screeching noise that suddenly seals quiet as soon as the silver that's around the outline of the door seals it shut.
2: Yo, as if that arcane rune around the door wasn't symbol my enough goodness. for you fools
3: I, I told you all that we shouldn't go in there
2: oh i'm gonna smack Saul. <laughs> i'm getting upset with you mr Brooch Stealers.
3: it's mr euphrates to you
2: hmm. he's all hopped up on spice he don't know what's right what is going on here basically that's the wrong door we gotta we gotta pick a new one get your mage hand out
4: uh right, Manchan comes back to me, I'll put the key in my pocket again. Okay, so I assume you locked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely locked it back up. Let's
2: go back to the half burned room full of trophies.
0: You there are two doors. There's one to the east and there's one to the south.
2: Someone else picked the door this time.
0: I say we go east. Straight this way.
2: I say we don't listen to Salt.
0: And I walk over to the door to the east and, and try to open it. Oh gosh. Let buzz! Once again, it's one of these normal handles and you think you, you would just normally pull it and it doesn't seem to do anything, but as you sort of fiddle around with your thumb and, and do some little twisting, you can see it sort of pushes in and then twists and opens. So each of these doors that you guys are, are trying seem to have a little bit of a, a trick to them. You know, Not hard to figure out, but if you know the, how to do it, you can do it very quickly. If you are unfamiliar, you could get yourself, You know, maybe it takes 10, to 15 seconds to open this door but it's not locked and it opens.
1: I feel like that's important. I know, I feel
2: like Mage Hand needs to keep opening the doors, cause Mage Hand knows. Okay,
3: so. okay, I, I, I'll admit I was, a bit, I was a bit spooked after the last interaction with whatever that was, and I, I just- It was
2: all your fault, we didn't have to see that.
3: I feel like we learned some valuable information, don't oh you my think? Gosh.
1: Okay. Not open the doors with glyphs on them?
2: Yeah. That, Surrounded yes. by prison sales, that's just stupid.
0: <laughs> How would you guys like to proceed? You open the door, there's a short hallway, about uh, 15 foot uh, long, and then it turns to the south.
2: So you open it, you gotta go first, and you gotta look.
3: Well, uh, that's fine, I'll go in. So I walk to the, uh, just to the corner and peer
0: around to my right, just around the corner. Okay, so you look around the corner, you see it's a long hallway. Uh, you can see, what, about 60 feet?
2: in Asimar, you got dark vision 60
1: feet. It's not dark in here though, right?
0: No, these, there's still these little um, glowing glass orbs that sort of float around, putting some dim light across the, the area. But you can see clearly down about, as far as I revealed there, about 60 feet or so. Uh, about halfway down, where you can see, there's a door to the uh, east and a door to the west. Well, looks like
3: there are two more doors down here. Let's go take a look.
2: After you.
0: Okay, so you get down to the sort of this junction where the doors go to the east and west and the a hallway still going to the south. So these are doors just like all the other doors, uh, all the other non-cell doors that you've seen so far. Saul, you get down to the, uh, the intersection here. You notice the door to the east looks like it's slightly open. The door to the west is closed. And also, further down the hallway, there's another door that goes off to the west and one at the end of the hallway. Okay, I will uh, gently push Stop. the... Stop!
1: I don't know that we trust slightly open doors. Okay. Mage hand only.
0: So, <laughs> it's so funny how you get paranoid about everything that's Someone ever is happened.
1: leading us somewhere we, we don't want to go. Someone is leading us.
0: Well,
3: perhaps...
2: Saul is leading us. Th-
3: that's Suspicious. also true. Uh, Buzz, would you like to do the honors? We should at least take a look, shouldn't we?
1: Ah, uh, it didn't work out so well last time.
3: Well, well. to be fair, that, that was a door with magical runes on it. But it was a
1: slightly ado- ajar door that led us to that.
3: this true.
4: Well, then we
1: won't open.
4: Open the next
2: sigil door.
4: And I'll mage hand the slightly ajar one. It opens up. I'll move past past Saul. I'm going to take the lead again.
2: Zephyr, we do have to open doors to get where we're going. Right.
1: Well. You we can't just
2: not open doors. Y-
1: yeah, but I just feel like someone is leading us a certain way, and it may be a way we don't want to go.
0: Well, right now, Buzz is leading us.
1: We should take the path less traveled.
0: Okay, so Buzz, you go down to the... There's a small hallway through the door going to the east. It leads to a a large room. You walk to the end of the hallway, and you see... A sizable chamber appears to be a laboratory. A long table nearest the door holds various pieces of glassware, beakers, and tall flasks. Rows of vials and racks and other oddly shaped containers. Numerous small boxes and clay containers are on display as are jugs wrapped with uh, thick twine. Uh, A bucket and two casks against the far wall and several large laden bins. Near the center of the room is a large low set table that supports something large covered with a dusty sheet. Uh, The shrouded object must be at least eight feet across. So there's this great, this great big room. There's all kinds of vials and jars and and things that would pique your interest if someone had, had some kind of an alchemy or uh, you know potion type of thing. But it is a very dusty room. It looks like it hasn't been anybody in here in a long time. As you, when you step into the room, the dust sort of from that settled on the floor sort of puffs around your feet.
4: I want to see what's under the sheet.
0: You start walking over to this large table, and as soon as you do, you see the sheet suddenly start to move and rise.
2: It's alive! <laughs> Boy, what have you got us into again?
0: It slowly moves up and it's the back of the sheet seems to be sort of caught on the back of the table, and as it slides up and the dust sort of pulls off the sheet slides off the front of this round object. When the sheet finally uh, falls to the floor, you see a creature, a ball-like creature with large fangs, tentacles coming out of its head, eyes at the end of these tentacles. This is a massive floating horror that turns to face you, small eye stalks squirming yet its opaque main eye appears to be sightless. The creature's body bears numerous battle wounds and signs of rot, and the thing bears a smell, of charnel smell. You see pieces of skin that's sort of sliding off as it raises up and the sheet sort of falls from it. Roll initiative. It's nice knowing y'all. <laughs>
2: this is a hard module. It's been,
3: uh, it's been, it's been good times. Oh, for Pete's sakes, all.
2: Pete's peppers. For
3: Pete's peppers, all.
2: I'm just going to start chugging potions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just randomly grabbing whatever we can. Grab all the potions and drink them. We should. It's the worst that could happen. 20. Ooh. 13. A natural one for three.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I thought I was going last. Yeah. Buzz. Uh, 16. So the the lights, you know, the the ball lights sort of come into the room and sort of illuminate it brighter than it was previous. And you see this eye, this giant eye, as it seems to look like it's just awoken from a, a long rest as its eyes are sort of all sort of trying to focus and, you know, like it just woke up looking around and darting around the room. It's looking for something to behold with its eyes, is (laughs) is what you're saying. But once again, the the main eye doesn't seem to be focusing on you at all. It looks to be like it's glossed over with a a white glaze, almost blind.
3: It's got cataracts. Perfect. (laughs) It's our lucky day.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so up first is Zephyr.
1: Would it be safe to assume this thing is undead?
0: Uh, It definitely does not look like it's living now. I mean, you you make a good assumption there. It looks, it, it's, it's like rotted.
1: I would like to channel my divinity and try and destroy undead if I can. Um, CR one half or lower, so I'm going to assume that's not going to destroy mm. it. <laughs> nice shot. It's
3: worth a shot.
1: I present my holy symbol and speak a prayer censoring the undead. Make a wisdom save.
0: 19.
1: Ah, you save.
0: Okay, so that's your turn, right?
1: That is my turn.
0: Okay, Buzz. Let's go to town on
4: this bitch. (laughs) Stinger. (laughs) 18 to hit. Yes, hits. All right, bees. Swarm. Oh, my goodness. So sword does eight piercing. Bees will do, hey, an additional six piercing. Follow up with a bonus action, unarmed strike. Actually, you know what? You freaking know what? We're gonna uh, pop a key to flurry of blows to make- Right in front of us? Two unarmed strikes right in front of you. An 11 and a 13. Nice, so what's our total? No, 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 those
0: are to hit. Oh no, that's your hits. Okay, that uh, no, that neither, <laughs> my bad, neither oh, hit. Wow, nice. I, for a second there I was like, <gasps> oh wait a second. <laughs>
2: And then the DM in you was like, wait a second.
4: Crap. All right, well, that was a waste of a key, and I'm done. Goes to Lilith.
2: Lilith is going to do some stupid but maybe smart question mark. She's going to cast darkness. She's going to cast darkness on the eyeball thing, on the biggest eyeball part. Now, the issue is it's a 15 foot radius sphere so it's yeah like, you're
0: gonna make everything dark around the it.
2: whole room's gonna be dark ish um, but yeah it's it's you know magical darkness we can't none of us could see through it type thing but magical light could illuminate through it it says but I'm just really trying to seems to have a lot of eyes you know just gotta do something about
1: that so now we're stuck in this room with this thing and none of us can see. So what Lilith is going to do is she's going to cast it on the beholder. She's going to back up like 10
2: feet into the hallway. Oh, hey! I will cast it on the table that he's I have over. to spell magic. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast it on the table. That is a waste of my spell, thank you. Um, well, you're fucking then...
0: blinding all of us!
2: I wouldn't... And then you can we're... follow the sound of my oh, voice my and we can run!
0: Thank God it won't follow the sound of your voice.
2: Uh, Lilith didn't go to Ivy League school or anything. Okay, I'm just gonna cast it. I'm just gonna cast it on the table. Then
0: is that the differentiation between normal people and Ivy League? Understanding how sound works?
2: <laughs> Can the listener hear how I'm pouting right now, please? It all happens, I cast it, but it's now a static point, and then I'm gonna back up in the hallway, I'm gonna say, follow the sound of my voice! We
4: should maybe try to run, that's a problem, it's so solid. And I'm
2: going to encourage them to run toward the sound of my voice. That's it, game over. If you don't get out, that's your own problem.
4: (laughs) As we stumble over the table in the darkness. (laughs) Alright, so that's your turn then.
2: If there is magical light in that room, it will—the sh- magical light will illuminate it.
4: Uh, not, not—that's not entirely true. It says, if any of the spell's area overlaps with an area of light created by a spell's second level or lower, the spell that created the light is dispelled.
2: Oh, so it depends on the level.
0: So the uh, magical light from the—the the, I'm, I'm going to say you cast the darkness, but the. The globes that are shining, the magical light, is still illuminating enough where everything is very, still very dim, but navigable, navigatable, navigable, navigatable. navigatable. No, that's not right. Navigable. That's not right. Navigatable. A, navigable. That's you could. Okay, navigable. <laughs>
1: We can traverse.
0: <laughs> you can still traverse. Listen, Lilith knew
2: this. <laughs> Lilith thought ahead. She knew this. This was all part of the plan.
0: Yeah, that's that other game, Blades in the Dark. We're not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back in time and say you prepared for it. <laughs> I did.
2: Here's my memory to prove it.
0: <laughs> so yes, I think there is a magical darkness, but there are like uh, as the the orbs are sending out this magical light. When in the magical darkness area, it is considerably darker, but still, the light is, is uh, giving it a very light haze. I'm going to just sort of hit it in the middle here. So you guys will not have disadvantage to run um, at, at where the globes are. But the
2: eyeballs should... get disadvantage.
0: Well, the eyeball... Well, no. I'll worry about that. <laughs> All right, so Good now we're to... thing my turn took 15
2: hours. Okay. <laughs> the,
0: the creature... Moves towards the direction of the where the door was. Moves about 15 feet over. Uh, Saw that you're sort of in the dark, but you sort of you know almost like a uh, a very dim light. You can sort of feel this this thing as you you know really more you smell it as it sort of slides beside you, going over to the doorway, uh, looking down uh, the hallway at Lilith. And, let's see, I need a d6 here. We're going to see what happens together. One of the eyes from its head sort of spins around, looking down the hallway. I need you to give me, Lilith, a wisdom save, please. Eight. You are, you are, have the condition frightened for one minute. Uh, You can repeat the save at the end of each of your turns, but... For now, uh, that condition, you are going to try to get as far away from this creature as you can. You can't move towards it willingly, and you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while it's still within your line of sight. That is its turn. Uh, Nope, sorry, I wanted you to get two attacks. So, um, let's see, the other eye is going to target Zephyr. You must give me a... Constitution save, please. Ten. One of the other eyes, as the one looks down the hallway and you hear Lilith go, Oh, God! Ah! And the other eye turns over to you and a, a, a ray shoots out of it, hitting you. Uh, you you suddenly feel tense and you feel paralyzed oh. uh, for the next minute.
4: Oh, that's good. Oh, frig. For a whole minute,
0: huh? I thought that was going to be disintegrate. <laughs> you can. Uh, it's on here. I know uh, it is. <laughs> Saul, your turn. There's no good choices here. So it
3: it's moved kind of towards the doorway that we came into this room um,
0: from pursuing Lilith. Is it blocking the doorway? Yeah, it's sort of, it's floating, so you could still go underneath of it if you wanted to, but it is uh, in the doorway, in the hallway. And it's large enough that it is sort of covering the entire uh, pathway, uh, other than underneath of it. I think I'm going to cast hypnotic pattern,
3: third level spell. So it's a 30 foot cube that I'm going to center on this beast.
4: It's all of us.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, you'll be you'll be charmed, which is fine because you're already. With me.
2: He wants you. Thinks so? he's evil. He's evil. Saul's
3: very charming. Okay, if you're not Saul already charmed evil. by him, then. Uh-huh. <laughs> So it's a wisdom saving throw for this everybody. Side
4: of... Everybody
0: <laughs> is Lilith in that too. Thirty foot. Yeah, Q? it that's would be. Huge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Thirteen.
1: <laughs> Twenty.
4: Wisdom saving throw is about the only thing that ever can do, and basically, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, D, the DC is fifteen. <laughs> okay, well I'm I fail. <laughs> Wait a minute, charmed makes you incapacitated. What? Have a speed of zero.
2: If if you kill the party bill, <laughs> it wasn't me in my darkness.
3: Oh, it causes two conditions. I didn't I thought it just caused charmed. <laughs> it's literally for quelling
4: huge groups, right? Like that's why the cube is so huge.
3: Okay, I'm gonna quell our huge group of- <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Buzz is charmed. What happens to
4: Buzz? I, uh, I think I
2: saved. I got nineteen. <laughs>
3: well, I figured, okay, it's gonna charm it might charm some friendlies, but we're already friends, so no big deal
2: We're already friends <laughs> But it also causes
3: <laughs> incapacitated So
2: Everyone has I a speed of zero What is happening? <laughs> oh my god A whole minute <laughs> you well, can It's, n- it's cross- nice knowing you all
1: <laughs>
3: At least you're gonna die thinking that you really like me
1: <laughs> I made my save I made, oh, my, I made save, my save, so... I made my save, too. Buzz really likes you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great.
0: If, if I'm hearing this correctly, <laughs> the zombie eye tyrant now cannot move. And it's also charmed, I might add.
4: A charmed creature, charm creature can't attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. The charmer has advantage on any ability to, to interact socially with the creature. An hypnotic pattern also stipulates that the charmed creature...
1: Can't move. So now the only person that it can reach is Zephyr, who is paralyzed.
4: And you no, know, an incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. We can't do anything for a minute.
1: Okay.
0: So essentially, your uh, your paralyzation and your fear will end right at the same time that we all are no longer uh, I'm incapacitated. Paralyzed
1: and afraid. <laughs> hey, no, we got six seconds. We got, we got six seconds on it.
0: That's true.
4: (laughs) Well, what are Saul and Lilith going to do for 54 seconds? Well, Saul, you see Buzz, like, sword hand drop it aside. Bees kind of lilting around him in the air. (laughs) Just (laughs) soft, like, melodic. "Mm -hmm."
2: (laughs) So
3: Saul's going to go over to Buzz and start trying to pull Buzz toward the door that we came into this room by.
2: Toward
1: the monster. Which is where the yeah. monster's standing. The
4: hypnotic pattern yeah. reads, the spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage or if someone uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor.
3: Well, I can't use, it. I can't use an action to do that, um, but I will move over toward you and start pulling on you.
0: I'll tell you what. I'll give you... Uh, uh, I'm going to give you... We're going to roll some percentile die, and I'll give you a... A seventy percent chance you do not wake him out of a stupor. So roll roll a percentile die, and if you get above a seventy, you're gonna wake I wasn't
3: I wasn't expecting I'd be able to wake him. I was kinda just hoping I was kinda hoping to start.
0: I mean that's a good him. thing.
3: But but yeah, if you if you'll allow it, I'll I will I will hop on board with that.
0: Uh sixty six. Close. Oh. Okay, so he, <laughs> close, but no cigar. So he's nice. Still incapacitated. Which is a good thing. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Then we go to Zephyr.
1: So I get to try and save against being paralyzed.
0: You can do that, yes. I rolled
1: a three.
0: Buzz. Uh, Yeah, I can't can't do (laughs) anything. Lilith. At
2: least I'm not the bad guy anymore, eh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're uh, incapacitated and you're scared. And I'm
1: afraid. Ah! She made her save. She's not incapacitated. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Now you can you can make your save.
1: I'm
2: scared.
1: Somebody help me.
0: You can do a wisdom save to see if you're still frightened.
4: So does she have to run or she just can't move closer to it?
0: Cannot move closer to it actively. Uh, no, that's not enough. So you're still uh, afraid. But
2: I'm not paralyzed. Yeah.
0: So do you want to do you want to run or do you want to uh, stay where you are?
2: I'm going to I'm going to roll firebolt with disadvantage at it. And then I'm going to run.
0: No. You're going to shake it awake. Yeah, that
2: is, oh, is it incapac? It's incapacitated. Don't okay. deal
3: damage to it.
2: I forgot. Ah, I forgot. Ah, I forgot. Ah, it was. Sorry. Sorry. Just I just get out thought there. about just all boogaloo. of us this whole just time. Just get out of there. Yeah. yeah I'm boo So Lilith, Lilith's going
1: to leave, and she's going to go into the door across the hall. So we can <laughs> open up more things, have more things attack us.
0: You go over to the door. That door is locked. We okay. can find its twin that door's sister locked. over there.
1: <laughs> so, okay, that door's locked. So
2: she's going to head south her full movement and she'll, and she'll wait in the hallway for other people to join her. Hopefully.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now we go to the zombie eye tyrant. So incapacitated. So the creature can't take actions or reactions. So there's really nothing that he can do. There's no thing. So we're moving on to Saul. Now that I have my full turn, I'm going to use my action to
3: shake buzz, maybe give him a smack across his dragonborn face.
0: Been wanting to do that for a while, but it's... yeah. Make, make an attack roll with advantage. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have to punch me. He can literally shake me. No, no, he wants to. I, know. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to see if he hits. Right, but if he doesn't you won't, hit me, you then won't I take don't wake damage. up. You won't take damage. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
3: Well, I rolled two eights.
0: That'd be ooh. Odd.
1: ooh. It's not very good.
0: <laughs> I'll let you do it. You swing at him and you miss and you sort of lose your balance. You get back up, you swing, you miss, and you fall into him, shaking him away. <laughs> Perfect. You hit him in the big toe.
4: Okay.
3: <laughs> All right. And then I'd like to use my movement uh, to move over to Zephyr.
0: Zephyr. 18? You're no longer paralyzed.
1: Woo! Woo! Let's go.
0: Goes to bus. Okay. Seeing that Zephyr...
4: Is movable now. Buzz is going to get out of here, if that's what we're doing. can kind of make it just around the corner. Out of this room. Oh, I guess I could dash. I'll dash
0: down to Lilith, I guess.
4: No, I I won't get that far from Zephyr.
0: Lilith?
2: I'm going to try, is this door locked that I'm standing by?
0: It is locked. But what you do notice, on that door, uh, a lot of large scratches on the outside, like something was trying to work its way in. What it. is this into
4: fucking it? place? Like, seriously. No wonder <laughs> the guy doesn't live here anymore. This place is a fucking cesspool.
2: Okay, I move ten feet forward to the, to the other door. Is it locked?
0: Uh, that door is not locked.
2: I open that door.
0: An acrid smell assaults your nostrils. This large, unusually shaped chamber appears largely empty, but the floor bears remnants of chalk markings and wax strippings.
2: Like bodies outlined in chalk?
0: No, just, just like markings on the floor, uh, different types of symbols and things with chalk.
2: I'll just, I'll just say like, come this way.
0: Saul, back to
3: you. What do I think about Zephyr's current condition from my perspective? What, what can you, I tell? You
1: see me start to move.
3: Okay, so then I will um, assume that you'll be able to follow as well and I'm gonna try and duck under this beholder uh, type of creature. Out through the door and
0: follow Buzz
3: and Lilith.
0: All right, and there's no point in you know going through this since I can't move him. So if you want to go ahead and move out, Zephyr, uh, I assume you can all make it out to the hallway.
4: I'll let Sol and Zephyr go ahead of me, and I'll kind of be the last one in the train as we follow Lilith down south. Uh, down shut the door behind
1: line.
4: me. Uh, I mean I'll manage it. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: Okay, about a minute passes. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can make it all the way down to the, the room at the bottom.
4: Get in, get in. Yoinks, And yikes, you want to go yikes. in? I mean, yeah, we got to file in and shut the door. So yeah, we got to get in here.
1: Saul, get down here.
0: This large, unusually shaped chamber appears largely empty. A wooden box sits on the floor just inside the entrance. The wall, um, the wall in the far end of the room is thoroughly blackened as if as if burnt by incredible heat. Other walls also bear black marks that are oddly scored. Do
1: not touch that box. How do we get out of here? I will walk into the room to see if there's another door somewhere. Yeah, I'll look with you.
0: Uh, do me, uh, give me investigation checks.
1: Nine,
2: uh, eight. Uh. I see chalk marks and wax drippings.
0: So yeah, as you walk or look around, you <laughs> see what looks to be these big. Uh, the wall has a, these big uh, marks of it looks like something's burned or exploded around it and the floor is just covered with this black soot and as you're uh, looking around on the walls you see uh, little small pieces of candles candle stubs a lot of sulfur powder everywhere as you're sort of I assume you're like looking for secret doors and things like that right?
4: It's
3: clear that this is like a dead end in here.
0: A regular door would do. It doesn't have to be secret. (laughs) (laughs) You don't see any regular doors. And as you're checking for uh, secret doors or any kind of mechanisms or anything like that, you you sort of wipe on the the walls, which are just covered in this soot. And you notice that there's absolutely no damage to the walls when you wipe them off. So it's like there's been massive explosions that smashed against the wall, but there's absolutely no damage.
1: The wax makes me think that things may have been summoned in this room something's not right
0: so the two sorcerers give me uh investigation or yeah let's do investigation 14 14 for me as well whoa you both look around a little bit and after a few minutes you realize this looks like a place where someone of uh, with magical powers of uh maybe a wizard with uh Fire magic would become to practice. It's almost like testing spells.
2: Doesn't this smell like, like what I did to the trophy room? This is, it's got to be fire magic. Some.
0: So you sort of figure that marking things on the wall with the chalk or on the floor, and then casting things.
2: Practicing. Oh, see, yep, right here. That's like the fifteen-foot cone. They had it all measured out.
3: Yeah, I, I okay. think I think you're right. I suspect that. Someone's been practicing fire magic here, yes, definitely.
2: Interessante. Alright, where is there nowhere to go, then we just go it back.
3: Does seem like a dead end, I I guess we
2: well, There's we one should... door left from the trophy room. We go to the south door, guys, right? We passed several doors on the way here. They were locked. I tried it. I tried that door right right up. Right up along the wall in this hallway. Running from the eyeball dude.
3: Well, let's Let's get moving if we're gonna go back. I don't wanna run into that creature again, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah, so both the doors on the western side, uh, as you tried to open them, as you know, you were a little bit scared with this big eye tyrant chasing you, uh, you couldn't get either one of them open. They seemed to be locked or at least difficult to open.
2: I mean, maybe the Mage Hand could get it, I don't know.
0: Okay, but
2: stay here.
4: Buzz is gonna slink out. No, Saul. No, stay in this room. Don't go here. <laughs> Buzz is gonna wait, stealth wait. out because he Before is. Before you walk out the door, stealthy.
1: I am going to. to say Don't you a walk prayer. out that door on me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give you the blessing of the trickster. As an action, I can touch a willing creature other than myself and give it advantage. Give you advantage on stealth checks for an hour.
4: Whoa, that's nuts. Okay, That is pretty sweet. I'm going to feel like Shaft here in a second.
1: I also do have Pass Without Trace. Oh
4: my god. Okay, I'm well then I'm going to s- sneak down this hallway and sneak out of there and try to see where this zombie thing is. To see if it's even safe for us to go back. Like, we got to go right past this room where it was, right?
0: And where are you headed?
4: Well, I'm going to step in, uh, close this southern door behind me to the dead end chamber, and I'll slink in and... I'll try to fiddle with, because like you had said, the doors are kind of weird, and I've opened a lot with my mage hand. And basically, the mage hand is my hand, so I'm gonna try to get in there and mage hand this thing open. Which one? The one on uh, the one the the first one on my left.
0: Uh, give me a sleight of hand. Uh, twenty-two. So you you go up and you mess with the, the door handle a little bit. It doesn't seem to be working. It it. You you find this little uh, switch on the side that you click, and the the handle sort of slides in and turns, and you hear a click, but it still doesn't open.
4: Hmm. Mm, I whisper to myself, "No traps." And I'll walk up to the door and sh- and try it try it myself, see if I can like maybe put some force behind it, because I know it's not trapped because I checked with my hand.
0: <laughs> give me a so you say you're just gonna try to it's already s- sort of turned so you're just gonna try to push it in with your shoulder yeah
4: stealthily uh, of course uh,
0: okay <laughs> give me a, give me a strength strength check oh that's gonna be not great
4: two I'm not a strong man
0: and <laughs> you you sort of still you know wiggle the handle and and things as you're and you hear it sort of you know when like when there's a mechanism that's sort of uh, got a loose, loose inside of the wall where it's sort of like you know something's happened but it still doesn't seem to give way.
4: Alright, well then I'm going to try to stealth back to the trophy room and try the south door there. Hopefully maybe something will connect.
0: There is a door on the the west hand side uh, halfway up this hall. I don't know if you can see it. If you,
4: Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, well... I think I'm going to blitz right by this because uh, that's, like, literally across the hall from the <laughs> zombie thing room. So I'm just going to bypass that one.
0: So you're in the trophy room now on the southern door that you uh, was locked. Uh, or, no, sorry, you never went no, there No, we haven't tried that one. So this one, as you go to open the door, you turn the handle, you figure out the little uh, clicks that you need to do to, to make it go to open. And you push, and it seems like there's something blocking it from the other side.
4: Okay, I will retrieve the others then, because I'm not strong enough to open this clearly.
0: <laughs> this seems like more. Um, give me a investigation check. One. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's just not open. <laughs> I'll
4: uh, I'll go get ret- I'll go get the others. <laughs> <laughs> there is an impassable
1: door here. <laughs> Impossible to open. I will try and open the door. I'll try and push on it. We can all push.
0: So as you as you start to mess with this, you you feel the door rattling. You sort of get the impression that on the other side of this door there's some kind of a bar or beam that's sort of locking it in place. Like from the other side was was jammed to keep anybody from this room going into that hallway. So you want to do a strength? You're just going to try to push through this?
1: At least it's not keeping some in. Uh, yes. That is my only option to try and push on this. I'm just going to run into it and try and, and ram body ram it.
0: Give me a good old strength. Six. You run up, you smash your shoulder against the door. You sort of fall back a little bit and you go, I don't think I did anything.
1: Well, maybe if we do it together, I want to help.
0: Let's
4: okay. Let's do it. I guess.
0: All right. So you can, if you can, one of the two of you can roll the other, and since it's helping, the uh, uh, get advantage.
4: I mean, my strength is an eight. So, if anyone's is higher than that at all,
1: <laughs> uh, ten was my highest. Yeah, with advantage, I have a twelve.
0: <laughs> so you you do smash into the door. It sort of breaks part of the the whatever it is on the other side as you notice as you're smashing into these doors there there's not even a a scratch but whatever is on the other side is making a cracking noise
1: can we keep beating on it till we bust it open
0: yeah if you want
1: yeah let's do it one more time
0: all right give me one more and then we'll
1: 21.
0: so you 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 both sort of rear back and you run up to the door, and you, and thinking it was going to be just as sturdy as it was last time, but when you hit it, it just goes. It was already cracked most of the way through, so the the door swings back open, still on the hinges, unscathed. But this big bar that was holding on the other side cracks and flays out into the hallway, and you both go falling into the hallway.
2: Lilith cheers and her, and she shows her fangs like she's tough, like. <sighs>
0: So you see a hallway that goes down about 20 feet and then turns uh, to the in the western direction. This is lit not magically now, there is an actual torch that's lighting this area. Is this the first non-magical light we've seen? Yes. Oh.
1: I will go down to the end of the hall and see what is down the turn.
0: Alright, so this is a 30 foot long hallway and uh, most of the way down on there's a door to the south and a door at the far end.
1: Wow,
4: there are so many doors
0: in this place.
1: I will open the southern door. Oh, what about traps?
0: The door swings open to reveal a high ceiling circular chamber. A round fire pit lies in the center of the area surrounded by woven mats. A dim, steady illumination is provided by glowing globes that uh, float above overhead. Uh, Squatting near the fire pit are four creatures of savage disposition. Uh, Two of the humanoids carry pole arms, wear only torn rags over their pebbled purple skin and uh, sport beards that look very much like they're fashioned from wire. The other two creatures are smaller but no less sinister in appearance. Red-skinned humanoids held aloft by semi-transparent wings. The numerous long spines on their limbs, their thorny tails, their forehead horns denote otherworldly origins. Uh, Their faces twist into sneers as they catch sight of you. Near the humanoids is a fearsome canine, a mastiff-like creature with sooty skin and eyes that glow like smoldering red coals. Cords in the neck straining the creature as he tenses to pounce.
1: I shut the door.
4: This has been a Sounds of Steel production.